basically started as a as, as a mutual uh, pain for both Olo and I. We were we were we were obviously very involved in CrossFit, and I think we both of us we we, we had this kind of annoyance that that you know the, the quality of, of the foods and and the, and the state of you know what we as human beings was nourishing ourselves with was just not good enough we're so passionate about it and that, and obviously the passion and, and the knowledge about fish oil stems from crossfit this is episode number 38 with pure pharma co-founders oliver amdrup and julius haslett welcome to pursuing health I'm Julie Fouché, medical student and former CrossFit Games athlete. Here, I bring to you information and inspiration from experts and everyday individuals for how to use lifestyle to maximize health. Thank you so much for joining me. Now let's get started with this week's episode. Welcome back to Pursuing Health. In this episode, I sit down with Oliver Amdrup and Julius Heslett, who are the co-founders of Pure Pharma. Pure Pharma is a company that served as one of my own personal sponsors since early 2013. And I think what attracted me most to the company and their products is their commitment to educating and empowering people to truly live a well-rounded, healthy lifestyle. And how supplements are just that, a supplement to a nutritious, balanced, and varied diet. Beyond that, Oliver and Julius are constantly seeking to make the most natural and scientifically proven products accessible to consumers, and they're also completely transparent in their process, so you can always be confident about what you're putting in your body. In this episode, we caught up while we were watching the 2016 CrossFit Games. We discussed their passion for nutrition and how that inspired them to start Pure Pharma in 2009, as well as their journey over the past seven years. They also share some of their personal approaches to a healthy lifestyle, advice for a balanced diet, and how to determine which supplements you might benefit from and how to choose the products of the highest quality. Before we get started, I have a few quick reminders. First, if you're enjoying the podcast, please head over to iTunes to subscribe and consider giving it a five-star rating. You can also head to my website, juliefouché.com, where you can enter your email to stay in the loop with the podcast and everything else I'm doing with my bi-weekly newsletter. I'm also always looking for inspiring stories to share. So if you or someone you know has used lifestyle to overcome a serious health challenge, please send your story to me at info at juliefouché.com, and I'll select some to share here on future episodes. If you're interested in training with me, check out my program through Beyond the Whiteboard. This is the actual training I do now, five days per week, one hour per day, scheduled out for you minute by minute from warm-up to cool-down. We also have a train on the go program that's perfect for helping you to get your workouts in on vacation or during a busy week at home. For more info or to try out the programs yourself, visit beyondthewhiteboard.com slash juliefouché. If you visit the post for this episode on my website, I link to Pure Pharma's website where you can learn more about their products and try them out or sign up for a monthly supplement subscription. Make sure you check it out after you listen to our conversation. Also, please remember that although I'm nearing graduation from medical school, this podcast is meant to share experiences of individuals and does not provide medical advice. So with that, let's get started here with episode number 38 of Pursuing Health featuring Oliver and Julius. Welcome to Pursuing Health. I'm here with Oliver and Julius, the founders of Pure Pharma. I'm very excited to talk to you guys today and learn a little bit more about what you do. Um, But I thought maybe we could start at the beginning. How did you find CrossFit? Maybe I should take that one. You you (laughs) found it first. Yeah, I found it first. No, um, 
how did I found CrossFit actually? It was it was a friend in the gym that I was going at at the, at the time, who said that I I was a personal trainer. I was studying uh, business on the side, and I was mm-hmm. a personal trainer and really passionate about health and fitness in my sister's gym actually. And CrossFit, he showed me this website called CrossFit, and the first thing I saw was like Angie. Okay. And I thought it was a really really crazy workout. And Ooh, I wasn't really to do 100 pull-ups, Yeah, exactly. Right? I was like, I really wasn't too convinced. Um, but he said, like, try it out. Like, uh, it, it looked pretty great. I think it's something for you. And mm-hmm. I tried it out, the hunt, and it took me, like, 48 minutes or something like that. And wow. I was sore for ages. And then the next day was deadlift. And I was like, I'm going to cut this. I don't get it. Now it's 555 deadlift. Mm-hmm. And I have no idea why they're doing this. <laughs> so um, I kind of got a little intrigued at the same time and saw there was a, a L1 seminar in... I think Jacksonville, Florida, okay. which was the first one they actually had on the uh, on the East Coast at the time. And you, this is what year was this when you? I think this must be two thousand and six or seven. Okay, so, so there were not a lot of L one seminars going on. No, and you were living in the states at that. I was living in Copenhagen, oh. Uh, oh, Denmark, okay. Copenhagen at the time. So I saw it on the website, flew over, uh, basically, and you know, did the level one seminar. Was like. <laughs> destroyed <laughs> i thought it was physically in great shape the guy that did like spinning class in the morning and two hours of strength training right um, and i was uh, it, it was just amazing it was such a great experience suddenly someone could tell us what fitness was all about mm-hmm. and they actually had a like a, a physical way of explaining like uh, what is the power output of a workout right. and so on so it, it kind of attracted me um and that logic behind it basically and you had did you have any background in like exercise science or was that any part of your formal education or were you no it wasn't part of my formal okay. education it was my let's say passion education on the okay. side I, I worked as a personal trainer uh, for, for a few years so I was I was always interested in seeing different training right. methodologies and so on uh, but after being there I knew this is something I wanted to do more of and like a year maybe six months later opened a, a CrossFit gym wow. um, and that's where I was lucky enough to meet this guy so <laughs> oh, who? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and Julius how did you come into the story oh well I'm I've always been a big part of health uh, in my entire family I've always been very healthy in terms of eating but I've, I was never really introduced to sports or actual training so I was working in the finance industry um, for a while and um, I was given a membership to, to a gym which was uh, by chance the gym that Oliver was at as well and um, I got over there and I quickly st- was completely absorbed by you know you know doing the, the, the strength training the sets on the machines and all that kind of stuff because you could like something happened right um, and then one guy, uh, which was one of all those friends as well, he was like, hey, you should try CrossFit. And I was like, are you kidding me? I'm training for two hours, like four times a week with split sets and like all of that <laughs> kind of shit. And I'm not going to be satisfied with 20 minutes of work, right? <laughs> it's not enough, right? <laughs> exactly. It's not enough. And and I got in there and Oliver was uh, the coach. And I was a student and, and I got completely uh, like into it. I could just, you know, it's, it happens with everyone. You know, you start, you get your first pull up and Here. you go get your first like heavy cleans and it progresses from there, right? And you, you, you get completely completely sucked into it um so yeah that was where all of and i um, met each other the first time wow do you remember what your first workout was either of you? uh it was probably uh, probably cindy i think yeah that's a that's a good workout to start on yeah, yeah. and yours was yours maybe angie? not 20 minutes but uh, <laughs> 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 yeah. mine was angie angie yeah. so similar Similar movement, yeah, similar body movements. weight. I was like the yeah. DJ for the next uh, <laughs> yeah. eight eight days for sure. Couldn't straighten yeah. Yeah, No, exactly. Then you suddenly get respect for it, right? Yeah. Right. When you feel what it does to you. Absolutely. And had you done much weightlifting or barbell work prior to starting CrossFit? Oh my, I was pretty exotic. I 
I played some badminton. Okay. I'm joking. Oh. <laughs> <Is that laughs> I don't know. There's none, nothing exotic about that. No, I played some golf. But I, I did string training. So I did a oh, lot okay. of strength training in the past, but literally everything from Charles Poliquin type of programming to various different th- stuff I could find on the internet, mm-hmm. T-Nation, yep. uh, these mm-hmm. type of things. So I was always interested in the physiology part of it as well. Awesome. Awesome. So you're, uh, and you opened the affiliate, you were still in school at that time? I was still in school at that time. Okay. And what were your plans before you even found out with CrossFit, what were your plans as far as career? That's a very good question. (laughs) In particular? (laughs) No, I'm I'm pretty opportunistic driven. Okay. Uh, So I think that I I was playing with a lot of smaller projects Mm -hmm. uh, on the spare time. So from a CrossFit gym to uh, like a, a training video side to right. various different things that I wanted to do and then it was probably first when uh, I met Jules and started talking about Pure Pharma and the opportunities uh, in that and you know that's where we really got into this is this is where we're going and and actually I had to say I had to drop out of like the final years of my master in, mm-hmm. in school and, and we're getting the more f- practical hands-on education <laughs> Let's go all in. I yeah. made an agreement with my mom, actually. If I, <laughs> I, I promised her that if I didn't have fairly success with the company when I was 30, I had to go back to school and finish it. Oh, okay. So I didn't even yeah. know that. No, it's, wow. a good, it's a good story. Are you 30 yet? You know, my, <laughs> I am. Yeah, oh, okay. I am, yeah. <laughs> 23. I, 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 I still look young. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Mm. Oh, um, whoa. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's cool. So when did you start to think that maybe you would make a career out of something related to CrossFit? When did that become a, an idea or a possibility? For me, with, with cro- like for Pure Pharma or CrossFit in general? Just in general. Yeah, in, in general for me it was when um, like when we went to level two. So I that was a, again, like I saw level one, did level mm-hmm. one. I saw it was level two. I have to go back and right. do level two. Actually, we had no idea where we were going to. So we went to uh, level two in out of San Francisco, actually, in uh, in One World, and uh, Freddie Camacho's gym at the okay. time. And there was a level two seminar. We signed up. When we came and was told, like, first day was, like, a bit of, like, coaching the nine nine movements and right. so on. And then it's a test. And we're like, a test? Oh. Uh, what? And the level two back then was very different very than different. the level two now. That very was more different. like the level four is currently. Now. yeah. So, so very extensive. So I had no idea what I was going into, <laughs> and and after the one like there was a lot of people that didn't didn't pass, and like Nicole Carroll at the time came out and said I I passed. I was like, would you like to have an internship with CrossFit? I was like, sign me up right there. <laughs> Let's in. do it. So yeah. that's when I had no idea that was the the beginning of that, and mm-hmm. it uh, it took me in, and then CrossFit started to take off in Europe a little bit more. And in the beginning, it was only probably a seminar every three months or so so mm-hmm. it was really that was what it is and wow. i'm sure there's like three or four months now or even yeah a weekend sorry absolutely yeah. and how long did you work um doing crossfit seminars probably four years or five years I think. four or five yeah. years and then you were also involved in the regionals and the sectional competitions yes correct? Uh, after sectionals actually regionals okay so uh, like took on regionals five years ago mm-hmm. um Someone recommended me said maybe this is even more you than uh, than the other stuff. So I actually did it all. We did pure pharma. We uh, <laughs> we did uh, regionals. I did uh, L one seminars and weekends, and and still probably a little bit of coaching some of the 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 old uh, uh, customers we had and so on. But took on uh, regionals because I thought it was fun to arrange an event that mm-hmm. had the p- opportunity, in my opinion, to become like what games was back right. then in Europe, like eventually. So Which now I think we can say it definitely is. I think there was 7,000 spectators this year. Amazing. It's insane, right? So, so f- phenomenal. Um, anyway, took that on and it was, uh, it, it was a fun journey. And then I, I figured out 
as everything start growing and moving in the right direction mm -hmm. that we have to make some choices and mm -hmm. first uh, you know it was i took on just regionals i i paused the level one seminar uh, um, just because you have to be on top like you have to oh, be yeah. so dialed in to be that and the coaches go there weekend like weekend in weekend out it, they're phenomenal so you really have to be at that level absolutely um, so so i focused on regionals and pure pharma awesome so let's talk a little bit about pure pharma when where did this idea even come about well it, it i think it was a basically it started as a as, as a mutual uh pain for both Olo and i we were we were we were obviously very involved in crossfit and i think we both of us we we, we had this kind of annoyance that that you know the, the quality of, of the foods and and the, and the state of you know what we as human beings was nourishing ourselves with was just not good enough mm -hmm. we're so passionate about it and not, and obviously the passion and, and the knowledge about fish oil stemmed from crossfit back in the days where where, where fish oil was like a almost part of your workout right right um so 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 that's uh, that's kind of where it started and um by by chance uh Olo and i we had read the same book uh, about fish oil and the the, the arc zone and, and all these kind of books right mm -hmm. uh before we even met each other and not a lot of guys in their like late 26 no. years old in Denmark read had book. read that book. So <laughs> that was kind of a click uh, when we start talking about yeah. that for sure. And what what was the book called again? The Dr. Barry Sears, The Omega Rx Zone. Rx Zone. Yeah. Okay. So I'll link that into the post so people yep. can check book. it out. It's a great book. So you had both read that book and then it was like fate that you just had to start, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> had to start Pure Pharma and, and delivering fish oil to people. We had the same issue. Like when we were trying to, and, and like I was recommending quite a lot of people to mm -hmm. take fish oil, mm -hmm. but I had no, we, we tried to call a lot of the companies and hey, can you get us the lab reports? Do you have mm -hmm. anything that you can actually prove what's in it? Mm -hmm. Because that was some of the things that they mentioned in that book as well. You need to be aware of like, uh, how is it processed? What type of fish? Where did it come from? And so on. But no, like that's a very, like the, the supplement market in general is not very transparent Correct. so it was almost impossible for us to get that knowledge mm. and that's kind of what stirred that idea we wanted something we 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 wanted to take ourselves and provide to the people mm -hmm. that was around us and so you had to go straight to the source exactly <laughs> that's how it started i think we we were probably the most difficult customers out there <laughs> like in the, in the in, at least in south europe um because we you know we took these products and we, we started getting these fish oil burps you know it tasted very bad right. and it, and we started asking ourselves question why was this so that's kind of where the journey started right and try going into like a gnc or whatever mm. and ask peroxide levels mercury levels or anything mm. in the fish oil and like how would they know so right. it's not that you can get those answers from anybody so you're very frustrated with the state of the fish oil you decide you need to do something about it where do you even start <laughs> <laughs> that is a very good question <laughs> Uh, from the bottom, like uh, we, we we sat down and and obviously we thought that there was something that we could do and we believed in. What did we think that we could do it in a couple of months? Yeah, f first we were saying like we must be able to find like you couldn't find it in Denmark. We must be able to find it somewhere else, mm -hmm. the product mm -hmm. uh, out there, and then at least bring it into Denmark. Right. Uh, but then we still couldn't find out. Like it was the same kind of issues in 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 the states of finding the third party lab reports and you know getting more knowledge about it. So I think we just like. Maybe we should try to do it ourselves. Exactly. <laughs> and you start calling and uh, yeah, researching. Yeah. This guy is a phenomenal Googler. Oh. Uh, yeah. So he's <laughs> so he can find a lot of things that. And you then can learn a lot from Google. You can learn a lot, <laughs> and you can you can find a lot of people. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then we are the type of people that will reach out to people, and we want to learn more. And right. Yeah. We were curious. You yeah. Know, very curious. Uh, yeah. And and we wanted basically we wanted what we wanted wasn't on the market, so we basically had to reinvent it, uh, and it, it took the better part of a year. Uh, basically of all our free time 
and uh, fortunately we worked just across um, like a little lake uh, not a lake like a canal uh, yeah. from each other so mm-hmm. so so all our coffee breaks and lunch breaks were were consumed by finding out how to make fish oil and, and like building that process and it's it's very complex obviously um, I can imagine yeah, I think it took a year from we from we founded the company so we talked about the day before founded the company so we actually had a product we could uh, we could we could manufacture and produce wow and where do you current where do you currently source your fish oil from? Well, or what are the evolutions of that? Sure, over uh, the years? it's it's um to yeah I can I could talk for a couple of hours about this. <laughs> Obviously, I, I promise you <laughs> we'll I'll not. We'll take the short version. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. So so you can make fish oil from from most fish basically. Mm-hmm. So 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 they make it three fatty acids is is what you want, which is uh, there is an abundance of in the fatty fish. So so there's not a lot of it in the white fish. Um, furthermore, you have to steer clear of the um, farm fish mm-hmm. because farm fish are not fed their natural foods. They're fed uh, soy and corn and so forth. So that actually builds more omega-6 in there. So so what you have to do is that you have to seek to the bottom of the food chain mm-hmm. because the, the lower you get in the food chain, the less heavy metal... Um, uh, absorbs uh, the less heavy metals there are in the, in the actual fish. So what we do is that we've 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 um, we're working with the with sustainable fishery uh, in South America that fishes mm-hmm. uh, sardines and anchovies exclusively for mm-hmm. us, uh, which we then use. So in the process involves uh, starts by pressing the fish, and and we're we have a very sustainable uh, mindset in this. So we. Uh, everything we do, everything's used. There's no waste in there. So uh, when you t- when you separate the protein from the fats, the proteins are used for animal feed and so forth. Then we then take the fat. Then it goes through a very complex process, um, which is something that we've worked upon in almost like six years now in uh, in, in in making better and better every year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the key interesting part of this as well is that it has evolved a lot over yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Like for us, the the bottle of fish oil that you s- you saw that we produced the first one. The the one we have now is actually like I think three or four different manufacturers better. Yeah. Basically, so we we like we still say that we have one fish oil product at mm-hmm. the moment, which we believe is the by far best we can get mm-hmm. at a price range. Like right. we could do like a little crazy thing and try to tweak up the omega three fats even more, but then it would be out of reach for most people mm-hmm. anyway. Right. Uh, so like the the best quality we can do there, and that's that's just a evol- like evolution over time. Uh, I love to use the iPhone version of that example. It's kind of the same. Right. They have one phone, they improve it, but then they made the C and they totally destroyed my metaphor. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> mm, but but yeah, maybe we'll we'll destroy the metaphor one day as well yeah. when we do other things. But but I think that's a that's a good way of uh, see. Like Jules is always on the lookout for the newest, uh, mm-hmm. the best opportunities. And the good thing about this is kind of like a scorecard. You can look at all the different uh, ingredients exactly. and you can see where they come from. And as long as uh, the ingredients match, how it's then manufactured. And it's kind of like CrossFit. You can measure it, right? Measure it right. and find out, like, can you get lower peroxide levels all the time? Can you do more smaller yeah. tweaks into whether it's, like, smaller uh, things you do with the capsulation process and so on? There's actually a lot of moving pieces and just efficient. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, a lot of things we've done. Yeah. That's amazing. And I love, too, how... Um, transparent you are in that process and allowing people to see what is in the products that they're getting. Can you talk a little bit about that and then, you know, why that's so important for you and what, what lengths you've gone to? I know you've done a lot of third party testing and, um, you know, additional lengths to help show people what's in your products and allow them to feel confident that they're taking something that's the best for them. Sure. Yeah, I think it's, it's, it started, uh, from our frustration that we that we weren't allowed to to see behind the curtains of, of the products that were in the market back yeah. then, so mm-hmm. so that has kind of 
founded um, our, our product philosophy, where transparency, uh, obviously, and quality is, is one of the highest uh, points in there. Um, so we have absolutely nothing to hide, uh, and it's it's a value in our company as well. Uh, we are extremely transparent with uh, everyone working in Pure Pharma as well. So as a customer, if you come to us and you want to know any detail about the product, uh, we, we 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 have nothing to hide in there, right? So, mm-hmm. so but I know that we don't expect customers to take our word for it. So we we third party tested with IFAS, uh, which is called uh, which means International Fish Oil Standards, which is an international uh, fish oil certification program where we publish all uh, lab results for all batches that we manufacture. So you're always sure that you can see that there is actually no heavy metals in there, and the peroxide and histine and uh, Totox values are very very low in the final product. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, and I think also the 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 key part that people like with supplementation in general is that the way that we are doing it we are not like stuck at one like either manufacturer or anything we we really have the opportunity to source from all the way around because mm-hmm. that's the evolution of the brand as well so as we keep learning more and as the the market space develop we can continue to move around work with the best people awesome so you started with fish oil because you knew that that was something important uh, maybe you can talk a little bit about that just why what role fish oil plays in someone's diet and why it's important um, for people to take? It's a it's an essential nutrient, um, so which means that you need to have it from from your diet. Uh, the body can't synthesize these fatty acids themselves. Um, some of the omega omegas, uh, the body can c- create itself, so to speak, through through uh, through other uh, nutrients. And the problem is that uh, through our diet today, we're getting a significantly lower amount of omega three. And the omega-3 is uh, an anti-inflammatory agent, specifically the EPA fatty acid in there. Um, on the other hand, we're getting a lot of omega-6 out there. Uh, I think many CrossFitters know this, but uh, we're getting a lot of omega-6, which is the pro-inflammatory uh, signaling uh, agent in the body. So so if these two are too skewed, it will actually mess up the body's ability to control inflammation. And inflammation is a very important part in both, of course, health, but also in relation to training, as it plays a vital part in your recovery process. Absolutely. And then you since have branched out with a few other products so what are sort of the principles behind um the the new products that you've expanded with and what what role do you hope that those play in people's lives yeah i think the the key is not like fish oil or any other like specific component the key has always been the lack of micronutrients in people's diet Mm -hmm. and when we say diet we also say and that's why if you go to our website and you follow our blog and you talk with us we will say you should eat real fish (laughs) you you should literally (laughs) get fatty fish you should uh, try to variate it from different sources you should you should get natural sunlight you Mm -hmm. don't get it all from vitamin d and you have to you have to do various things get greens eat nuts and seeds and so on and vary it and and we truly believe that supplements is a supplementation Mm -hmm. so we use that as a kind of a Right now, there's obviously micronutrients lacking in the diet today based on whether the way we farm, the way we fish, the way we do a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. And those are the micronutrients we want to bring. And as we get more and more refined down the road, we have the opportunity to do more things based on people's needs. And I think that's the key. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's never been about let's sell a shitload of fish oil to a lot of people. It's about okay, I can say it, let's sell a shitload of fish oil to people that need it, right? right. Like, uh, <laughs> So I'm not like totally blonde or anything here, right? right. But we still, we st- I think that's uh, the key. We'll, we, we, we don't want to sell something to people that don't need it. And we actually created a lab test in our early days where we wanted to see, okay, can you do a home fatty acid profiling mm-hmm. to see people? And, and that will come out and tell people, some of them, hey, 
take less fish oil. Right. Like you're actually getting enough EPA, DHA in your in, in your diet at the moment. And I think that is equally as important for us. Um, so, yeah, it's been about that long journey. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some of the other principles that um, kind of form the foundation of Pure Pharma and are things that you try to permeate through your your culture and everything that you're putting out for your customers? I think that the we we're acknowledging that uh, that there is a little bit of a problem with the way we nourish ourselves today. Um, if you look at a as a standard broccoli that you buy in the supermarket today, we've become so efficient in growing these crops that we're actually compromising on the quality. You can't tell the difference when you look at it in the supermarket, mm-hmm. but if you analyze in a lab, I think in, in, on average a broccoli today has about 50% less vitamin C, 50% less calcium than it did just maybe 50 to 100 years ago. Mm-hmm. And that's a significant problem. And, and I think that that's also part of the reason people that we're seeing an explosive growth in lifestyle disease, for example. People getting further and further away from their potential mm-hmm. and I think that is is, is is the core of of what we're trying to achieve is that we're not we're not selling magic products we're not promising to make people better than they're supposed to if we can just help people be who they were meant to be we can we're very very far ahead on that and so so it's it's about bridging a nutrient gap and and if we talk culture on mm-hmm. that note actually I think that is the people a lot of the people that we have work with and we're lucky to have around us and uh, both in-house and externals and all that they kind of have that same uh, passion for that we have a uh, we have four cornerstones that we believe in as we say in in, in pure pharma which is basically diet mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a key thing of it you need to eat well you need to do things you need to add supplements to it maybe if you're lacking things physical activity we we love CrossFit. We don't preach all our staff to like do CrossFit all the time. They can do what they want, and we right. have people doing different things. We do have CrossFit gyms at both our offices, the one in Copenhagen and mm-hmm. in San Francisco. So we really like people that like that part as well. Right. And enjoy training and working out together after work. Um, and then we have uh, balance and recovery, which are two also super crucial things. So uh, we're not like we don't tell everybody go to the games. Like that's not we right. we don't believe they should. Right. <laughs> that's for that little the lead part but the rest of us are doing it like to have fun to work uh, like to have a, a functional everyday life where we can enjoy our fitness and, Absolutely. and go to the beach and paddleboard mm. and whatnot <laughs> um, be around till we're 90 years old right? yes yeah exactly <laughs> and i think we are so lucky to have uh, create like to have the people around us i think like honestly the best part about pure pharma is probably uh, the team r- around mm-hmm. pure pharma and it's all the passionate people that believe in this mm-hmm. and they like being on this journey together they know pure pharma is not a two or three four years project mm-hmm. uh, let's say it but maybe it could be a 50 years 100 year project like mm-hmm. it, it there's there's really no end to a health journey we want to be part of it all the way and and that's kind of the key and we try to do that and people are doing more and more of it itself i think it's so cool now to see we've had people that didn't do anything when they start working with us mm-hmm. um i'm going to mention a guy called thomas right now because i think he's a he's a very good example so one of our guys in denmark mm-hmm. he like he came in didn't do any workouts anything before he wasn't like specifically healthy probably in his diet or anything and now you have a guy that's actually walking around getting new people on board and teaching them how to get in on have physical training activity and wow. people are looking up to him so that is the culture, uh, in a nutshell, I think, of Pure Pharma. And if we can maintain that as we grow with passionate people, like uh, we'll have a blast and we'll hopefully make people healthier. And right. yeah. Sounds like fun. Mm. I want to come hang out yeah, at your <laughs> office. <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah, you're also welcome. Awesome. Um, so maybe you could talk next about your specific, what is your specific approach to nutrition? Like what do you look for when you're thinking about what you're going to eat every day? 
Um, and then for an individual, what would be your recommendations for a foundation of a good diet and then how to determine what supplements they might need to add in? That's a long question. That's Sorry. A, that, that, that's that's <laughs> a lot question. in there. I can, uh, I can maybe start pitching in on that. It's um, Obviously, we came from the zone and, and paleo and all that. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a, a lot of great things in that. Uh, you know, I try to, to vary it a lot. Um, as we've also talked about, Julie, this is like the variation in your diet is, 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 is a very, very int- like yes. uh, core thing of, of actually being healthy. Um, yeah. Yeah, that we could quote CrossFit on like just sure. a hundred uh, words of <laughs> fitness, right? Mm-hmm. That that would be great. And that would get people a long way. I think wha- whatever works for people is very important. So mm-hmm. we're not forcing down one t- particularly uh, specific method or anything. We, mm-hmm. we we do like the variance piece, as J- Jules mentioned. We, we try to do that as well at the office uh, for mm-hmm. our staff as well and for everybody just to have different things. But the key is we look at probably both macros and micros. Mm-hmm. So most people are getting pretty well known into the macro space. Like people right. are starting to get a hang of protein, fat, and carbs. But what they don't really know yet is what's actually in their carbs and what's mm-hmm. in their proteins and what's mm-hmm. in their fats and what type of different fats. Now we talk, like it's it's been more well-known with uh, omega-3, omega-6 fatty acid balances. Right. But there's so many, as Jules mentioned, like what broccolis might have less different vitamins in it. So mm-hmm. we're looking a lot of seeing is it it's nutrient-dense food that you eat? Mm-hmm. Then you're on a good way. And like less allergens in it, like p- for most people, that will be a good thing. Mm-hmm. So a varied nutrients dense, get a lot of greens, get a lot of different vegetables. Um, and yeah, I, I personally loved using uh, yeah, on the side. Too. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a great way of getting it on. And now we know, we know Mao and, and he's been preaching us using for, for a very long time. So <laughs> it's, a, it's yeah. a great way of getting extra uh, micronutrients as well. Absolutely. Yeah, he tells us to get uh, two and a half pounds of green <laughs> vegetables every, every day. day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're struggling wow. a little bit with that. Yeah. Yeah. That um, is quite a goal. But, but, <laughs> as, but as Oliver also mentioned before, with, with our values, one of them being balanced, I, I think that is so important in, in, in your diet and in nutrition in any right. case, because just because uh, 20 grams of, of protein may be good for you in relation to training doesn't mean that 40 is twice as good or even 80 or 200 grams, right? It's right. Eat zero lemons or, or vitamin C naturally and you'll die. If you eat 100 lemons, you also die, right? So <laughs> so, yeah. so it, it's finding that perfect balance in there. And I think you find there are few companies uh, out there that will actually you know, hold back and tell you like, to to eat less of what you of your products, for example. So mm-hmm. so all the doses that we have in our products are very scientifically based. Um, there are different needs, obviously, if you train a lot, if you don't train a lot, and so forth. But but it it is very individual, and I think that that, that is a key part of also uh, having a proper diet. And that's also a key part of Pure Farmers' future. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's something that we are looking way more into, and we've been playing with for a long time now. So it's. We want to be able, we've looked a lot on like basic, let's say, macro data mm-hmm. of what is lacking and what is wrong and, right. and, and looking a little bit specific on country-specific trends and so on. But but as soon as we can start to dive into personalized data, uh, which is the way the world is it going. Is. Um, yeah. Like, you know, we've tested a few different things mm-hmm. as well. And you work with Mao as well on, on different things. And, you know, as soon as we... Be- become better at that part and tying that and we can we can tweak it tweak it tweak it and get even closer mm-hmm. you know without the and i'm saying this without the customer mm-hmm. need to think about it because right. i know like every customer is not going to walk into a supermarket and think uh, i need x uh, micrograms of uh, c vitamin and mm-hmm. this and <laughs> that. you know they will never that's that's too much right, right. And that's not you need to make it easy for exactly people. there will be a few scientists or, or some other people that would <laughs> love that <laughs> <laughs> like if there was a label of all the different yep. micros and phytonutrients and everything but right. uh, 
but but for most people just uh, if we can come closer to that and, and helping with that mm-hmm. so you can still live a normal life right which is key awesome so how do what do you recommend now for people to figure out what supplements might be most beneficial for them to add in yeah, that's a great question again. And like mm-hmm. I would uh, like our our line is actually very narrow. So for most people, I would say try once a, at a time, uh, or or maybe some of the one that has a lot of like synergy effects mm-hmm. to begin with. Um, but if you take it, let's say our portfolio, I would do pretty much everything, maybe except for the protein, mm-hmm. <laughs> because you would have uh, probiotics for your gut. Mm-hmm. You would have um, the foundation of vitamin uh, D, magnesium, and fish oil. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you'll get a lot of, s- you know, get a most of the things you mm-hmm. need from that. And, you know, there's there's a few other things that you could add in. But for most people, that would be a pretty good exactly. starting point. And the reason that, 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 that that's what we're recommending and that that's what our product line looks at this, p- this part is because these are actually the, the micro and macronutrients that are the most lacking in the modern Western diet today. Right. So, so that's why that they actually have that effect that they have. Um, so, but I, I, it's, it's, that is the core package, and, and that is also, we can get back to it a little bit later, but with the concept of health, what, what does it even mean to be healthy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think that a lot of people, when they start taking these products, they can actually feel a difference. And that's why it's so important to actually start listening to your body. I, I know I sound like a six-year-old hippie right now, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I, th- that is tremendously important to start feeling what does these things actually do to me. Well, how do I feel when I don't take it? How do I feel when I do take it? How do I feel f- when I don't do CrossFit or do CrossFit, right? Right. Absolutely. And I know we've talked in the past about the concept of multivitamins or some of the vitamins that you can buy in bulk in the in the stores. And, not, you know, you don't necessarily need all of those things if you're mm. eating a healthy mm. diet. The, the multivitamin is, uh, as a concept, a, an amazing uh, <laughs> idea, right? If, mm-hmm. if, if, but if you ask me, it's a little bit too good to be true, to, to be able to fit everything you need into a single pill. Mm-hmm. Um, you also need to consider the, the natural uh, pathways of that, uh, what you're actually getting. So, so, so a lot of these vitamins that, that you're buying today have, have never seen nature. Uh, they are synthetically made um, and have the same chemical f- uh, structure. But if you look on, at them under a microscope, mm-hmm. comparing the synthetic and the natural ones, they, they will look nothing apart. So someone basically took the RDA and tried to make like right. top 100% of everything. And here you go, you have a little bit of everything you need. And that's why we feel there's supplements like D vitamin that might be way more beneficial to get in the adequate dose, um, and, and in a way you can actually absorb it from like a, a fat soluble vitamin, like a fat soluble transporter, mm-hmm. uh, and so on. Awesome. Um, so if I have, if there's someone who's going to the store who wants to buy a certain supplement that they need in their diet, what should they look for if they're trying to read a label or they're trying to find something? It's actually uh, almost impossible, I'd say, because the, the, the legislation and the rules uh, today, it's obviously different from country to country, but, but the manufacturers are, are not required to disclose too much information in terms of, of what they actually do in the mm-hmm. product. So it, it m- comes more down to trusting a brand or knowing a brand that you can trust mm-hmm. uh, to, to use proper uh, ingredients uh, that it does that's uncontaminated, that comes from a natural source and, 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 uh, and where there's actually in the product what it says on the label so awesome yeah so again and again that third-party testing i think yeah makes people feel a little bit more comfortable and it's surprising you know when you you see a product that you've maybe seen a million times and you think you can trust it but then you go look and there's you know there's nothing much backing it up 
So kind of doing that background research is important. And reach out, like like mm -hmm. that's I think you were saying also, like reach out, like we we love to also answer questions and so on. People, um, I know it might be dodgy when it comes from the company <laughs> and so, but uh, the interesting part is you'll probably be told to like, uh, you should also eat more kale or you should right. also try to get more of that stuff. Mm -hmm. So uh, reach out and learn more about it and, and talk with people you trust that uh, you know actually cares about what's in their ingredients. It's a good way to start because it is a jungle. Uh, for sure. Mm. Yeah, we are a completely transparent company. Uh, so, so, so that's as I mentioned before, it's one of the part of our culture. So, whether you want to talk to me about the products or our customer service team, or if you want to know where Oliver went on the on summer holidays, uh, <laughs> it's uh, you, can ask you can learn whatever you, you can want. You can learn whatever to. you want. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, I want to finish <laughs> up with three questions I ask everyone, sure. so you uh -oh. guys can both answer. The first one is three things that you do on a regular basis that you think have the biggest positive impact on your health. I'll, I'll I'll go first then. Okay. Um, <laughs> Put you on the spot. Physical activity for sure. Mm -hmm. Like uh, for me, that is when you work twelve twelve plus hours a day. F like that like window of physical activity is where my brain kind of like really relaxes and my body gets out of like mm -hmm. its comfort zone and it's amazing. Like I love that part. I love the feeling I have afterwards and you know that's one thing. But the the second thing that I I had an injury a, a more complicated injury than I had in the past. So mm -hmm. I couldn't really do anything. So I was like looking for that fix. Right. Um so I started meditating actually and oh, used the, the app called Headspace and that was I love that yeah, app. Yeah, yeah, it's phenomenal. So I started that and it it also gave me kind of that way of at least putting my thoughts in a, like a, in a different bucket uh, mm -hmm. and not like go crazy in my head with a lot of different things mm -hmm. going on so that helped that helped quite a lot and then uh, obviously I would say eat healthy I would mm -hmm. say I'm I I like to get a green juice every single day uh, so a, a green juice that mm -hmm. means like it's green like right. it's only different herbs and uh, like kales and whatever I can get my hands on maybe add ginger uh, turmeric or yeah mm. That's that's that pretty much. Delicious. Yeah. I could go for one of those yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah, I completely agree that that, that is the, the the core of what we believe in mm -hmm. uh, as well, and is specifically the um, the meditation part is is it's a very n it's not a new area of research, but but there's a lot of studies coming out now that that that, that proves the significance of it, mm -hmm. and it also brings us back to what health is. Mm -hmm. Health is not just the physical part; it's as much the mental part as well. Um, so there's mental well-being, physical well-being, social well-being. Mm -hmm. It all contributes to how we are feeling as human beings. I love it. What about one thing that you think you could work on, or you think that would have an impact on your health, but you have a hard time fitting it in? I think it's taking time off. <laughs> uh, it's a little bit of cliche for 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 the two founders here to sit <laughs> and, uh, and, and moan about that kind of stuff. But that was also with the with the with the mental uh, well-being, right? Uh, right? To to get some space. But we're getting some space through uh, through <laughs> through headspace. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> currently, huh. getting some headspace. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and I think Oliver and I, we 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 founded the company together, and we've been on this uh, amazing journey. And uh, I've, I, I don't think I've spent uh, so much time with anyone in my life as I have <laughs> with uh, with True. this guy. No. Fortunately, he's he's quite good company. Uh, <laughs> Luckily, <laughs> yeah. But I, I I live in Copenhagen and he lives over here. So 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 I I think also uh, it, it's it's about you know c connecting uh, the two of us. And when we do spend time together as well, there's some some great things uh, coming out of that. So uh, that, yeah. spend more time with the, the people that that gives you energy. Yeah, for sure. Um, second that and i'm i'm the one going back and forth a lot so <laughs> I, uh, I i go to copenhagen every month so 
you know, it's it's great. But I, I, I love that. And it's been a phenomenal journey for, I think, for the both of us. Mm-hmm. And again, we're just getting started. So that's why we're doing a lot of things to keep us fresh. Right. I actually feel I get more energy, which is interesting. So mm. even though the more we get into it, like, you, w- especially when you when you take that time off as well and, and you r- recharge, but I see us go faster and faster and faster and do more and more things. Mm. That's, Getting that's more for momentum, sure. yeah. yeah. So, but yeah. it's all about taking care of yourself. Sure. And I, I agree with that. I actually in the last six or seven years, haven't taken really much time off where I'm really off, where I'm really mm. disconnected from everything. Um, and this year, after we I got married, my husband and I took two honeymoons in the past nice. 12 months, and it was amazing. And yeah. I really, it reminded me again of how important it is, even if it's for a couple of days, to completely just shut yourself off from the world and take some time and step back and reflect and think about you know, brainstorm, think about what your goals are, think about where you want to be. And um, it's so, so important to kind of always have an idea of where you're going and what's possible. Yeah, exactly. So I totally agree. Totally agree with that. Yeah. yeah. Last question is, what does a healthy life look like to you? I feel like we've we've kind of hit this one, but maybe we can sum it up at, at the end. It, it, it's funny because uh, a healthy life is, is, is very hard to, uh, to, or it's very broadly defined, right? Um, so, so, so what is health? I think, unfortunately, today, and especially because Big Pharma has done such a, such a quote-unquote great job of, of trying to define it in, in their way, is defined by the absence of symptoms, right? So, so if you can't see that there's anything wrong with you or if there's no diagnosis, then IE must be healthy. But that is f- very far from the truth. I think... For me, a, a, a healthy life uh, is, 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 is being in balance, like complete imbalance. I can, I can work 12 hours a day in a healthy life. I can, I can feel great, but, it, but, but I, have to, I, have to, I have to be in balance as, as a person. Love it. Anything to add, Oliver? I think you got all my, <laughs> my kind of my daily life here, like uh, food, training, yep. and some meditation, meditation, and then you're... And time with me. And time <laughs> with this guy. <laughs> Uh, no, like like moving to California actually has been a has been a great experience for me as well because I've like I've gotten such a different approach. I've got to spend a lot of time with my wife as well, which has mm-hmm. been phenomenal. <laughs> that's and good. Yes, that's, that's good. And we've uh, been able to to share some a lot of like journeys together. Whether it's just being going out to Muir Woods and mm-hmm. experience that, and there's so many things to do. New so experiences, yeah. Nature has mm-hmm. actually been uh, a key thing. We've we've n- I've not been that connected to nature. Now it sounds like I'm <laughs> hawking trees <laughs> and no, no, you know, running hippie. around. Yeah. Now I'm the hippie. But but honestly, like like now it's not just a cliche that Denmark is not the best weather in the world, <laughs> but just being able to come out and 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 do things and use nature. Yeah. Uh, it's free, which is interesting, right? right? A lot of the things we d- we hunt on a daily basis is costly and we want to go that, right. but just like sitting watching a beautiful sunset, it's phenomenal and s- some of the things that i've had the opportunity to spend more of so i i highly encourage people to use nature a little bit more that's great i mm. love it well, we'll end with that so thank you guys both for taking the time to sit down and chat with me and so we'll see you next time on Pursuit thank, you for, thank you for having us thanks so much for tuning into this episode i really enjoyed getting to know oliver and julius a little bit better and i hope you did too If nothing else, you can't go wrong by following their advice to pay a little more attention to the micronutrients in your diet and getting a variety of fruits and vegetables. To learn more about Pure Pharma's products and to try them out or sign up for a monthly supplement subscription, visit the post for this episode on my website, juliefouché.com, where I link to their page. To make sure you never miss an episode and to receive exclusive content from me, head to my website, juliefouché.com, where you can subscribe to my email list. 
Also, don't forget to share your stories. If you or someone you know has used lifestyle to overcome a serious health challenge, please email me at info at juliefouché.com. I'll choose some of these inspiring stories to share here on the podcast in future episodes. If you like what you hear, don't forget to subscribe and consider giving the podcast a five-star rating on iTunes. Also, don't forget you can train with me by visiting beyondthewhiteboard.com slash juliefouché. I always love hearing your feedback, so please leave comments under this post on my website, juliefouché.com, and share your thoughts on social media with the hashtag JFHealth. Thank you again so much for listening, and I'll catch you next time on Pursuing Health. Pursuing Health.